Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David, as always, taking you through another week of the best, the worst, and everything in between of being a kinship carer, kinship kids, and again, everything in between. And welcome to the debut of the video podcast. We're going to be trying to do one of these probably once a month, uh, just to sort of give a little variation. A lot of people have commented that they like to see things. <laughs> this is this is the voice of a kinship care uh, uh, Liverpool podcast, and. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to add more more video, more things like that uh, as it comes along. Please do comment. Make you know, it's going to be uploaded on on YouTube and everything everywhere else. Please comment. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, if you think no, don't do this ever again. We you have a face for uh, for podcasts. Let me know if you think that you really enjoy it. Again, let us know. Uh, we can try and do more of these. Um, now, the reason I'm doing this uh, particular episode is because I was asked by uh, the Family Rights Group on behalf of ITN to talk uh, to ITN ITV News in regards to the government response to the uh, the CARE report. The care, um, and it didn't go ahead, and which is a bit of a shame. Uh, I had quite a lot, uh, I quite a lot of pre- preparation, uh, talking to various people, uh, writing down thoughts and, and feelings and blurbs about what, what I was going to say. And then on the sort of literally the, the minute before it was meant to all go ahead, uh, it didn't. And they cancelled because of whatever it was. Now, if you've watched the ITV report on this, um, it's probably a good thing, seeing as it was only about, I want to say about three minutes, if that. Uh, there was one on the BBC News. If you follow, uh, I mean, I'll put I'll put the links on here anyway, but if you follow the... Um, um, if you're part of Kinship Care Liverpool and you're part of our WhatsApp group and everything, I've sent all the links to everyone. Uh, the one on BBC is a little more in-depth. It actually refers to Kinship Care, which is great. The ITV one didn't. And to be honest, I'm not really sure the point of the report from the ITV one. And this is not a, a diss, although it really is. It really just feels as though there was nothing... Um, it literally was pointless. It was. It may as well have just said the government have done this. Um, yeah, let's let's get on with it. Um, so this is going to be sort of my little thoughts about this. So the the, the care commission uh, report uh, was done. I think I'm sure it was November last year. I think well, I'm, I'm sure it was. It was a long time ago. I remember doing a, a report about it, and we asked for various things. And one of the main things was in regards to things like legal aid, obviously financial review and those type of things. And they came back today with a 220 page document. I mean, that's the first thing. It's a 220 page document, which I think could probably be boiled down to maybe three pages. Uh, It's an absolute waste. It would be, I actually sat there and thought to myself, I will print it all all out just just to show you the kind of, the kind of meaningless behind i mean who's got time to read that and you know even me you know and i i love being sort of pedantic and reading it blah, blah, blah. but no I, I i tried to start reading it and it is just a document of nonsense it could literally have i say um i got some pointers from um from family rights group who went through all thankfully they had uh advanced copies and things like that um and it just it didn't need to be that long and it felt it felt litigious to be honest it felt like if you've ever watched any of those um uh, 
uh, like lawyer shows, solicitor shows, like Boston League or the Practice, Law and Order, those type of things, where they'll always try and bury the other side in like in red tape, so that they so that they they can't do the case properly. That's kind of how this felt. You know, there is not one single kinship care that I know. You know, and, and I know quite a few who are as pedantic as me will sit there and read massive documents. I would be surprised if any of them do make it through this. Um, I will endeavour to do this, and I'll probably do another uh, podcast on on this. But uh, the fact that it is so lengthy, and it isn't just... It's so lengthy and, 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 and yet so full of nothing, which is really sad. They've, they've pledged that they're going to give uh, 200 million uh, over the next two years, 100 million a year. Uh, they're trying to sort of make out, oh, well, this is a good start. It's not. You know, we, we, it's a, I think it's a 10% of what was actually asked for. We, you know, they, they want to make this massive change and then are given the bare minimum to do that. I mean, I understand in sense of them saying, um, we're going to trial this in areas, see if it works. But the fact of the matter is, you know, that's, that's not how it works. You know, you could easily you pump a load of money into one area and make it work. That's fine. But... That's not to say that it will work in another area, another area, unless it's all uniform, it's all collaborative. You know, that's how these groups work. If you if you deal with any of the kinship groups, you know, it's the fact that they collaborate that makes it work. We 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 share our knowledge, you know, we share our links, we share our, our findings and our thoughts and our you know the reason why I started this podcast was because there, there wasn't a like a anywhere where you could go to listen to someone explain things to you. And a lot of people are very, very literal in regard to learning and things like that. And that's the reason why this podcast exists. Um, you know, it's you know, 200 million. And this is this is not just for kin- that That's the one thing I would say. This isn't just for kinship care either. This is for all levels of the care sector. So foster care and social workers. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of positives on the surface but then when you start digging through the onion you start peeling away the layers there's not a lot of real substance there they talk about you know wanting to implement training but there's no real in, um, information about how this is going to be implemented whether it's new training whether it's old training who's creating the training and uh, what is the actual you know is it a, a process that where you have to do this training is it for new kinship carers or carers is it going to be available to everyone you know it, there's no explanation for that and then there's no explanation of um i think it's it's explained that it would be face to face and over zooms and things like that and i don't know whether that would work especially in regard to zooms you know i, I know we've sort of become numb to it over the last you know two three years uh using teams and zoom and skype and everything else but you know it's still a hard way to learn things um, they, they talk about, uh, obviously creating, um, creating peer support groups and looking into financial allowances and, and, and support. And, you know, again, it's all very positive words, very positive things that were said, you know, Gillian Keegan, who did the report in the commons, um, it was a lot of positives and a lot of things that were said that you could literally take those sound bites out and say, you know, wow, we're going to make so, such a big noise. But then when you look at the layer of it, it feels a little toothless. It feels as though um, there's too many questions and not enough answers. And that's really a shame uh, because this really was uh, an opportunity for this government or any government 
to put their hat on you know, the end of the you know, the end of the day you know this could have been a chance for them to break away from being the conservative evildoers and really show that they can they can really make a change and you know a lot a lot i don't really see I can see there is going to be benefits. Obviously, there is going to be benefits. There's money that's being put aside. It's there. There's no information about how it's going to be distributed. Um, how how is that going to be? Whether it's going to be council based, local local authority based, whether it's going to be charity based. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know these. I, I I just I don't see how it's going to happen. Uh, you know, there's uh, you know the funding claims are nice, uh, but again. It's not as much as it should be. And even if they gave a little bit more, because I think the problem we have is that if you, when you hear the phrase, we've been given 200 million, and then you, you, your reaction is, well, that's not enough. It feels greedy. It feels like that's kind of going to become a backlash for us because you know, if we turn around and say, well, that's not enough, you know, it, it, with a cost of living crisis and everything going on, and there's so many problems with the NHS and other you know, other services, you know, for us to then say, well, that's not enough for us, um, it makes us feel greedy and it makes us seem and look greedy, which is not what it should be at all. We should be sat here saying to ourselves, no, it's not about us being greedy. It's about us saying, this is what was, we, 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 we spoke in the report, we told them, this is what was needed for this to work. And then they gave us ten percent of it, and you know the, the example I, I gave. It's the equivalent of a child coming up to you and saying they want to buy a new new pair of trainers. It's a hundred pounds, and you say, "Okay, well that's fine. Here's two pound towards it." Now, you, you you would think that they might be a little bit of a appreciative of it, but the first thing they will think is, "Well, I'm ninety eight pounds away from getting these shoes." Uh, what 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 what's the thinking behind this? You know, am I meant to save it? Am I meant to, you know, there really is no uh, levels of improvement that I can see that's going to come from this, other than trying to put a plaster on a bullet wound. Because um, really, yeah, as I say, twenty percent of what was asked for. Yes, I think it's two hundred million, uh, but we asked for two point six billion. And again. If we're saying we want 2.6 billion, it does sound like that is a, an absolute insane amount of money. But what was what we they asked us what was needed for this to work, and that's the figure that we gave. Now, um, you know, there's talks about you know financial reviews, um, about allowances and things like that, and getting us back to where getting us to where it should be. You know, there's too many people out here in kinship care, in foster care, wherever it would be. Who are struggling because they don't know what they're entitled to they don't know uh what money is there and sometimes the money's not there at all uh you know whenever you, you know, if you watch the bbc report which was a little bit better they talk about kinship care and it's a specific kinship care that you speak to um she she talks about you know not getting any she's a special guardian but she doesn't get an allowance and it does seem as though that's a that's an interesting uh aspect where really if there's no financial you know, benefit of being a, a kinship carer, you know, other than the moral, you know, and you know, and the emotional reasons for doing it. There's no financial reasons to do it, and there's definitely, you know, if you watch her story, which she talks about, um, I forget her name. I do a point, but she talks about um, you know, going going to the shops and making it a game with the little child to you know, to look for the yellow stickers and as there or whatever it was, and. 
you know, it's it's sad when that that's the level that they are. They're not being we're not being supported, and it's not a case of us saying, well, you know, we want a bit of that money. But it's not a case of that. It's we we tell them all the time that you know, when these children go into the care system to foster care and whatever it would be, it costs them. I think the the average is eight times more than what it would be to be in kinship care. So why are they not taking advantage of that? And not just taking advantage of it, you using this this help. You know, it's being proven through reports that children who are looked after by by um, relatives and people like that they know thrive better than people who end up in the care system. It's been it's been proven. So I don't understand why they wouldn't want to support that. Um, one of the main things that I think I was absolutely astonished by and, and shocked, and I'm really hoping that something happens that can really change this, is the fact that legal aid and legal representation, support and help wasn't even touched on. It was, I, I don't even think they mentioned. I, I mean, obviously, there probably is some mention of it, but you know, the fact of the matter is one of the main problems that we have is that we are kinship carers. We we enter into a legal uh, framework. You know, legal. You know, we are legally obliged to look after these children. We get special guardian support and all of these things, but we don't get any kind of legal representation to explain what these things mean. You know, what what does it mean? What are we obliged to do? We're signing away uh, these things. You know, it'd be the equivalent. I've said this in. Other podcasts where I've been talking about SGOs and legal aid and everything like that, where you you wouldn't put a document in front of someone and say sign it without someone being you know, there to legally look over it. And you, you, but again, the problem with all of this is that we have to foot the bill. The number of times I've spoke to kinship carers who've had to take parents to court, or they've been taken to court by the parents, and in order to fight. Because they have savings, because they have their own home, because they have a good job, because they are you know, economically comfortable, they don't. They've got no access to any legal aid, no help, no support, and so they're having to pay upwards of ten thousand pounds and even more, you know, to, to to fight these you know, to fight these frivolous lawsuits. And a lot of the times they're done out of spite. You know, and I hate to say that, you know, a lot of these parents, they you have these birth parents who know the system and they know that they can get claim legal aid because they're claiming benefits or whatever it would be. They know that they can claim legal aid, put a document through to claim something or other and can have you know, a kinship carer whose only only job there is looking after the child that they lost through whatever means. Um but there's nothing about legal aid and it just it absolutely i mean in a, in a way even if that was the only thing that this promised i would have been more i would have been sahi prop you're really positive saying you know this is great you know you little bits and pieces here and there but the fact that this is in place that'd be fine the fact that it's not even mentioned not even looked at not even it it seems as though you know, they know that you know, because we have an emotional and a, a, a you know a familial bond that we will fight these causes, we will we will pay whatever it needs to be paid to do this, which is really really sad, uh, and I I just feel that that's that's probably one of the worst things because obviously there's no help for us to do to do this other than to pay for it ourselves, and that, that's that's a really sad aspect of this. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring out the positives. I'm really, you know, when I was speaking to people from Family Rights Group and everything today, um, you know, we try to look at all the positives. And there are them there, that the money's going to be there. There's aspects of things that they're going to be doing. And at least kinship is in the public eye again, which is always good. Obviously, my hope is that this coupled with the, the bill by Manira Wilson, which I believe is going to be in March, I'm hoping that that's going to be you know, the steps that needs to make this more official, make it law, make it something you have the time to define is, is mentioned, but it's not really uh, explain what, what they mean by that. So I just, I don't really understand why, what I don't need really, to, to be honest, there's a part of me and I, I know this is probably not true, but the fact that they released this on the same day that they increased the, the interest rates, is a little suspicious because it's obviously the one thing that everyone's going to be focusing on because they're worrying about um, payments and mortgages and lending and everything else. They're not worrying about this at the moment, you know, and that's that's really, I, I think I'm really suspicious as to that. I think that's really, that's not a coincidence that they do it on the same day. Um, if you watch the, the parliament debate that they had, there seemed to be more people in, I watched, the, I had it on in the background, and the one beforehand, which was about British Steel, I think it was about British Steel, there was more people involved and more people who were interested in the Commons than on the Care the Care Act, which, again, these are the, these are this is for children. I mean, when they actually talk about the the the, the failures in the care system in regards to social workers and and everything else, and and you know, it, it's it's sad that. This is not, you know, I th I'm, sure, I'm sure it was the BBC actually where they interviewed the, I think it was the niece or the, sorry, the auntie of, um, I forget, I forget the little boy's name, but the um, the, the parents um, abused and killed him basically, um, and she, and she said, you, know, it's it's surprising it's taken this long for something to happen, but then when you actually look at the, what what the proposing what exactly is happening uh yeah there's no time scales on anything from here there's no nothing i mean i i i do want to say that this is quite a again a toothless response with far too many questions not enough answers and hopefully you we can barge ahead keep going with this and really get them to acknowledge that you if the money is there, what are they going to do with it? And if they're going, to, it needs to be explained. There needs to be a more of a ten-point plan about what needs to be done, how they're going to do it, and what goes on. What's going to happen after these two years? Is it going to be a case of after two years, ah, oh, well, it didn't work, or are they going to actually be looking at things? Um, is this going to be like the Shore Star centres, where that that was such a wonderful idea? That was one of the things that the Labour government was so proud of, and again. The conservatives came in and just all gone. You know that was just a, an expense they couldn't they couldn't take. This could be the conservative short start centres. This this could have easily have been. Wow, look what they're doing. And we and and it's really sad to say that that would be something where you would start looking at them differently. And they're not just looking out for the one percent. They're looking out for everybody. But I just don't. See, I see that this is just not going to go far enough. Um, but 
I, again, I'm I'm trying to be positive, but it's 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 very hard at this point. Um, I do uh, once I've had a real look at this document, I will be doing a few more podcasts in regarding this. I say this video one, it's just almost like a um, a pilot, really, uh, to see if it works. If you, I say, if you enjoy it, please let us know. Uh, when we do our intergens here in Liverpool, uh, I'll probably put more videos and pictures and things like that, just to make it a bit more user friendly and everything like that. You may not want to look at look at my face. Um, maybe do it on like a slideshow idea. Uh, but as I say, this was really just my response to not being spoken to. I don't think they'd have let me talk for 20 more, um, what, 20 odd minutes. It probably would have been a, what did you think? Oh, I didn't enjoy it. Right, thank you. Um, so I just think that there's definitely a lot that needs to be done. Uh, as I say, in regards to this, if you do have any comments, it's going to be posted on YouTube and everywhere else. You know, it's it's going to be open to comments. You know, please up you know, up like, share it wherever you want. Um, you know, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that needs to be talked about more. As I say, I, I do. I'm very suspicious about them releasing it on the same day as the uh, the interest rate change because, um, again, most people with the crisis at the moment i can understand people being more interested in that uh so i say uh the next episode will be obviously a podcast this one will be done as a podcast as well so if you do listen to them uh, i'll be taking the audio off and you'll be able to see so any references to seeing me is going to be a bit sort of going over your head but it's going to be everywhere at that point so there's going to be another podcast which will be audio and that's kind of i say this is probably once once a month um maybe try and get maybe some of our kin kids because they seem to like doing videos and tiktoks and all of that stuff so maybe they can be, get a bit more involved with that um so that, that's so that's all for me in regards to that that's my response to the the government's response which um hopefully they can respond to my response and we can have a response to response to the response and uh well thank you very much for listening and watching uh my name's david and you've been listening and watching to the kinship care liverpool podcast